1: Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.
0: I am Simon Rose. He is Steve Kaplan. And what are we starting with today? Well, we're starting with Gloucestershire. And if you live in Gloucestershire, you, you happen to be unfortunate enough to have your house catch fire. You'd better hope it's not at night. Because Why? Gloucestershire... Gloucestershire have just uh, unveiled their first solar-powered fire engine. What? <laughs> so, I, I imagine it has some kind of backup. But yes, they are, they're investing £3.7 million for 12 solar-powered firefighting appliances.
1: Well, hang on, which bit is solar-powered? Everything. Well, we don't have very many solar-powered vehicles. You get those very, very flimsy-looking things that attempt sort of, you know, solar-powered records that yeah. look as so if they will barely support one person. But a, a fire engine is quite a big bit of kit. I it know that. I had lots of, of toy kit. ones when I was a kid.
0: Yes. Well, now they're presumably festooned with solar panels.
1: Uh, well,
0: now, does- if they had solar-powered hoses, presumably they could get enough heat from the fire itself to, uh, to power the hoses.
1: But it's well, that power, light that powers uh, um, yeah, well, cells, not heat, surely.
0: Yes, but they're quite bright, aren't they, the, uh, oh, the fires? They are. Oh,
1: yes. So, if presumably, if it wasn't charged up, they'd come and use your fire to charge up the fire engines Probably. so they can go off to somebody <laughs> else's house <laughs> exactly. and put it out. Yes, OK. Exactly. Well,
0: oh, yes, let's watch this space. Watch this space. In the meantime, um, uh, 22 Dutch students have built themselves a solar powered campervan, mm-hmm. entirely solar powered. And they are going to drive 1,800 miles from Eindhoven to sunny Spain. And I say mm-hmm. sunny Spain because they reckon on a good sunny day, you can get 450 miles out of this thing. And the solar power co- powers not just the drivetrain, but also the, uh, the toilet, the TV, any laptops you must have plugged in. <laughs> well, said, the loo?
1: Yes, I wouldn't want to be around then if they don't have many sunny days.
0: Indeed. <laughs> but they said, "Look, if twenty-two students can build this thing, then surely some of the, the people who actually make cars can do it themselves." Yes, I think that's yes. a pretty good point. Yes, it looks very uh, pretty. To say. Not they sure that's necessarily nice the
1: feature of the British film uh, films or the British car industry. Well, uh, no, but these are and in climate,
0: But yes, and the climate is no better in Holland than it is here. Mm. Perhaps not. Mm.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: I did have someone explain to me once why people from Holland live in the Netherlands and are called Dutch. But it was such a complicated explanation that I've forgotten almost all of it. Yes.
1: So we still call it Holland, but they don't like that, do they? I don't know why. No. No. Well, perhaps anyway. they will explain to me and I'll explain to you.
0: <laughs> perhaps they will. Uh, down, uh, down underground now, where it doesn't matter if it's sunny mm. or not, to the Moscow Metro which has just installed facial recognition for payments. Uh, They call it face pay, and they have cameras at the turnstiles. And all you have to do is look at it, and then it takes the money directly out of your account. And there have, of course, been plenty of privacy concerns. But the, the Moscow government has waved this aside, saying, no, 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 the information will be stored in data processing centers, to which only interior military staff uh, have access, right? Which doesn't really put me greatly uh, at ease. No, it doesn't. But, uh, it's the, it's the, it's a first, but it's it's concerning. And is that
1: the only way you can you're going to be able to pay? A bit tricky for tourists, you imagine.
0: Tricky for tourists? No, I imagine you can still do it the old-fashioned way as well. Right. Yes, it I'm is, not so. being
1: on the Moscow metro, but I'm told it's absolutely extraordinarily. Fascinating glorious. and I've glorious. Even
0: yeah. photographed, it looks wonderful. Yes, yes. With or without um the facial recognition, and facial recognition, I mean, it could never happen here, or could it? Could, oh, notice the notice the subtle segue there, because uh, nine schools in North Ayrshire, up in Scotland, uh, now are now using facial recognition to allow students to pay for their meals, and they say, well, the problem is that uh, these schools, for some reason, have to. Uh, serve up to 2,000 students with their meals in 25 minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and so if they can get them through quickly, then um, then they haven't got to stop and wait for them to pay for their meals. Um, firstly, it didn't occur to me that students actually have to pay for school meals. I thought when I was at school, they just got your school meal and your choice was eat it or don't eat it.
1: Yes, which uh, the latter option was
0: often the most sensible one yes in my view. indeed yeah. indeed i once found a slug in my mashed potato and Ooh. i took it to the teacher who she said to, don't out. tell anybody. but
1: they're all one, one yes
0: <laughs> she took the slug out and told me to eat the rest um, right. anyway this is uh, the the information commissioner's office is has intervened and said we're not at all happy about you doing this well apart from anything else
1: airship as the last time i looked was in scotland scotland's insisting that all pupils wear masks now, one thing you've told me mm. is
0: that when you wear wearing masks, facial recognition technology doesn't work terribly well. That's absolutely true. I suppose they had to take their masks off to eat. I'm, oh, yes, I suppose they must.
1: Yes. But now now to pay, or not, depending on whether the Information
0: Commissioner's Office yes. triumphs no, or not. But these are already up and running, apparently. They're, yeah. they're, they're working now. Oh, right.
1: Okay. Mm. Extraordinary. Oh. I mean, how reliable is facial? I and I ask because I bought an old iPhone from you. Well, old to you, but new to me. Yeah. And uh facial recognition seems wonderful, though it doesn't seem to work at night, but um or oh, really, when I've got no, a mask, or when I've got a mask on.
0: It would work when you had a mask on if you had an Apple watch, because then it would unlock it for you while you're oh, wearing the watch. that's one it's step too many. It's
1: one me, step really. too many. It I, I have a proper night. watch. This I have a watch. It's a Timex, it works perfectly well. It's a ticker <laughs> ticker timex,
0: la, as they used to say. Oh, I don't remember that one. Oh, really? I would sing mm-hmm. it to you, but you've heard me sing and you'll hear it again. Uh, the, um, must be true. But it should work at night. Oh, and, oh well,
1: it didn't seem to him once, and I thought that was because it was dark. Um, anyway, I, my old iPhone 6 is now functioning very happily as a stopwatch for doing Excellent. this. Excellent. That's the only thing I can think of to use it for <laughs> now that essentially it's a very clever um phone that has almost no value but as a softwatch it's wonderful um so i think given that we've been jabbering away for a while we should have one of these
0: what are you going to jabber about now uh well talking of apple devices apple has Mm -hmm. a new kit out this week they have new macbook pros which are their laptops Mm -hmm. um and Unusually for Apple, they have listened to their customers. They have brought back the SD card slot that they'd previously Mm -hmm. taken out. They have brought back the HDMI slot. Mm -hmm. They have added in an extra USB-C slot, and they have brought back the MagSafe charging slot which was ah yes which was one way if you tripped over it it didn't yank your laptop off the table and onto the floor where it was smashed they just pulled the cable out
1: the it. that was a while ago didn't they because I know I've got a friend well a friend of yours as well who complains that their new laptop does not have that feature no. and many of us are quite clumsy and that's a very useful thing to have
0: absolutely is yes. that well I have one of the previous generation uh, MacBooks and it's only got two ports on it both USB-C which you can use for charging it or for plugging in your peripherals but if you have more than one peripheral as I tend to do then Mm. you have to buy a USB hub that you then plug into it so you can plug everything else which is not you know it's not a huge inconvenience but it's a little irritating to have your lovely shiny compact Uh, MacBook, and then have this dongle hanging off it with a bunch of wires going in.
1: But Mm. all those extra slots, the HDMI and and SD card, you'd be very happy about, I imagine.
0: Yes, absolutely. Anyway, but the real big news about it is that it uses not just a regular M1 chip, which is their super whizzy silicon chip, but the M1 Pro, or you can stump up for the M1 Max which has a throughput uh, bandwidth of 400 gigabytes a second, which is, let me tell you, a lot. Fine. It has 57 billion transistors. 57 billion. What?
1: I can remember when transistors were a new thing. We made kits with them. Yes. And they were the size of your fingernail.
0: Well, before transistors, they had valves. Valves are effectively what what became transistors. 57 billion of them. It's an awful lot. Yeah, but hang on. They could say that. How are you or I ever going to check? They could. I remember I used to fix old televisions by opening them up, and you'd find a valve that wasn't lit up, Hmm. and you'd go down to the shop and say, I want one of these, and you plug in the new valve, and then it would work. And I got quite a reputation as an electronics whiz. I knew nothing whatsoever (laughs) about electronics. But if you've got 57 billion transistors and one of those doesn't light up, you'd have a hard trouble finding it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm well that's extraordinary cheap i imagine <laughs> well, i wouldn't put it in quite those terms <laughs> um the uh, the the 14 inch model starts at 1899 pounds uh, that's including vat and it's it's you know quite a lot for but not that much for a top of the range laptop except it's not a top of the range laptop if you were to get a top of the range uh, m1 max version with 32 cores on a 16-inch with 64 gigabytes of RAM and an 8 terabyte SSD hard disk in it, it would cost you 5,899 pounds, which is a lot for. I would working
1: out how much that would be per transistor, but it—I I couldn't work it out, my calculator wouldn't go to 57 billion. But it'd be less <laughs> than a penny, a tra- be less than a penny a transistor.
0: It probably would. Shall I work it out quickly?
1: Well, you can try. Maybe your calculator goes better than me. I tell you what. Why don't while you're doing that, why don't we just do a Let's do that. Pause for-
0: <laughs> Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.
1: This Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Is Simon Rose? You're listening to Gadget and Githmus, where I'm in conversation with Steve Kaplan, who is trying to work out what five thousand eight hundred ninety-nine pounds divided by
0: fifty-seven billion is. Um, it comes down to um, one ten millionth of a penny. And I got quite close transistor? to that. So that's but, not yes. bad. That's no, not bad. it's not bad.
1: Assuming you wanted fifty-seven billion transistors.
0: Ah, well, yes. the things you get them whether you want them or not.
1: Uh, that's true. Well, yes. That's probably not their biggest selling point. So where are we going to go now?
0: Uh, We are going to Tesco. Tesco have opened their first checkout free store, Mm -hmm. and they've opened it in High Hoban. Now, you may remember on this very show, we discussed how Sainsbury's opened their first checkout free store, also coincidentally on High Hoban, in 2019. Sadly, they had to close it in 2019. Because customers just weren't ready for it. They were confused. They didn't understand what they had to do. They had one... Is that the one you went to? Yes. They had one checkout desk just for for sort of recalcitrant non-tech customers. And the queue for that checkout desk wound all the way around the shop. Mm. So it didn't work in 2019. Maybe it would work now. Maybe people are more tech savvy. It uses technology from Amazon where they have cameras watching everything that happens and weight sensors. When you say technology
1: from Amazon, you mean they just went online and ordered it?
0: (laughs) Technology (laughs) developed by Amazon. Oh, I see. Right. But I think they've probably got next day delivery as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And weight sensors on the shelves that tell what you're picking up. So uh, I will go down. I was going to go this morning, but it's so cold out there. I couldn't bring myself to cycle all the way down to High Holborn. You're in North London. And I'm in South London. It's really rather nice out. Have you been out? It looks nice. Oh, it is freezing. Oh, okay. I'll take it. It's absolutely for it. freezing. Take my word for it. Desperately cold. Okay. All right. Um, also, Tesco. Um, they now have their whoosh. Have you had a whoosh from Tesco? Uh, No, I haven't. I'm not sure if I won one or not. Whoosh is their name for their one-hour delivery slot. So you can buy stuff from Tesco. And for £5, if you live in either London or Bristol, Mm -hmm. you can get your your groceries delivered in just an hour, which you think, well, that's pretty quick, isn't it? Or is it? Well, no, of course it's not, because there are any number of people competing in this very crowded Mm -hmm. market who will do 10-minute deliveries uh and i tried this the other day a company called gorillas
1: oh yes they advertise on radio they do they're a
0: berlin-based uh company Mm. and the reason i chose them so i downloaded their app and i browsed through and i found that they had a particular kind of beer cobra beer that i like Mm -hmm. which they sell in small bottles all the supermarkets only sell it in big bottles and i can never drink a whole big bottle because i don't really want that much i'm happy to help <laughs> Next time I crack open a big one, I will call you over. Thank you. So, so I ordered two packs of these. Uh, that's eight mm. bottles. And I thought, well, I'll get myself a sandwich for lunch as well. Mm. I paid £1.80 for delivery. And it arrived in six minutes, which is just really? astonishing. But they must have umpteen distribution points or um, capital. They have at least umpteen, possibly even more than that. Mm.
1: Well, not 52,
0: 57 billion, there, no, but not quite no, 57, no. Um, 57 billion. billion. Oh, so, well, that's um, extraordinary, but presumably you
1: had to pay quite a bit for so you're probably paying more for the small bottle than you pay for the big one.
0: Uh, no, actually, it was um marginally more than uh, than supermarkets, but in fact, pretty much what I think supermarkets were four pounds 50 for when they used to stock them for a pack of four, mm. and these people were charging four pounds 60, so almost exactly Wow, 30. they have quite a small range, of course, but they are very local. And okay. it's just astonishing. And I'm not the only person to be astonished. They've just raised a billion dollars in funding, before which they were valued at $2.1 billion, which is just amazing.
1: It's I mean, I tend to think of doing my shopping once a week. The idea that I just suddenly think, oh, I need something in the next 10 minutes or so. So I can't get my head around it.
0: Well, I think if you're cooking and you're uh? like, oh, where's the soy sauce? I've run out you can get some set round well, this and is then you think, fa- think especially in the evening well. if it's chilly yeah. going out
1: to the local shops yes yes, yes.
0: Mm, okay uh, so most and they have all the riders they're all cyclists and they all have gorilla branded sort of heavy duty electric bikes mm. and um i'm i'm really very impressed shame i
1: suppose really that they're not actually wearing gorilla costumes I would be much more likely Wouldn't to pay a premium be? for that. Wouldn't it's that be great be gorillas yeah. all going all around London delivering stuff? That, <laughs> they missed a trick there.
0: They have, haven't they? Yes. Although if I was a, a driver late at night and I looked up <laughs> and I saw a gorilla on a bike behind me, I might just yes. swerve.
1: Could be a little bit unnerving. Could be. Okay.
0: So uh, what now? Well, talking of food, you probably haven't ever been to either a Sayabuyu or a Moss Burger restaurant. You're right, I haven't. You haven't. That's because they're in Japan. I'm
1: not sure I like moss burgers. It's not um, like moose burgers, they, but shorter. They, they,
0: well, maybe they taste better than they, they sound. Uh, so they're there in Japan where there are major staff shortages. Mm. Uh, and to cope with the staff shortages, they are now employing 2,000 Bellabots. Mm. Bellabots being a Chinese manufactured wheeled robot which has a couple of trays and for some reason, cat ears—they—they they well, really like Japan? Their cat ears. And, they yes. like cats in Japan, and a variety of facial expressions. And so these things wheel around to your uh, to your table, and they deliver your meals, and they can also cart away the empties. I imagine you have to load the empties on yourself.
1: Do they come along and annoyingly say, "Is everything all right?"
0: They—they probably do. Yes. Although, what happens if things are not all right? Yes. I, I, well, I don't know. I don't think they can listen to you. I think they can just talk to you. They, they yeah, probably they have real people. It's better in Britain
1: health. where nobody wants to complain about the food anyway.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah,
1: yes, you could say there's a slug in my food, and they would say, "Oh, I'll take it away. you can Eat the rest."
0: Yes, yes, yes. Shall we move on to our crowdfunding? time oh, well, yes. You'll give me nice
1: warning, so I can I now play this.
0: Here we go. E-scooters, electric scooters, they are everywhere. On, on, just down the road from me, there's a car yes. parking space, which is now an e-scooter parking space. And mm-hmm. they are all over the place. And they are fun to ride, but what if you want to own your own? Well, you, of course, you can, you can own your own e-scooter, but you're not allowed to use it on the roads or on the pavements.
1: No, we have this odd situation where you're allowed to use it if it's a council-approved scheme, yes. but you're not allowed to use it if it's yours.
0: That's because if it's yours, yes. firstly, it's not um, geo-fenced, which means you can ride it in places where you can't oh, ride. Okay. Yep, yep. And secondly, yours can go very, very much faster than these ones. Oh, because okay. these ones are limited to, I think it's uh, 12 miles an hour. But I, I have seen e-scooters, what I've been doing, 30 miles an hour down the, a road, I've been overtaken by someone on one of these scooters. Yes.
1: There are to be an awful lot of them that aren't, strictly speaking, legal.
0: That's indeed the case. But, of course, they are legal in other countries. So Mm -hmm. you think, okay, just take your e-scooter and take it to France or Spain or Portugal or whatever with you. But, of course, Mm -hmm. how do you get it there? Well, if you have a Blizzwheel e-scooter, which you can now (laughs) pledge for on Kickstarter, Mm -hmm. it packs up and it folds up small enough to fit in a backpack. Uh, It has a range of eight miles, top speed of 12 miles an hour, weighs just four kilograms, which is remarkably light. When you think the battery must account for quite a lot of that. 240 pounds thereabouts for the standard version. 350 pounds for one that is small enough to take as hand luggage on a plane. So to fit in the overhead compartments. Ooh. which is impressive for an electric scooter, don't you? Yeah,
1: but hang on a second. Surely you're not allowed the battery on a plane in the passenger cabin.
0: Uh, well, no, because it has two smaller batteries. So there's a limit on the size of the battery you could have on the plane, but by having two smaller ones, ah, they get okay. around that.
1: Mm, gracious. Okay.
0: Yes. I think sounds sounds rather interesting. Or if you're not worried about uh, taking it on a plane, you can get the pro version for professional e-scooter users <laughs> i suppose uh which has a 15 mile range and weighs a bit more 5.4 kilograms 370 pounds and i think it sounds like quite a clever idea of course of course if you're going on holiday you could just hire a scooter when you get there which is probably an awful lot easier mm-hmm. anyway you've got until 29th of october another few days from now if you decide you want one go to kickstarter and look up blizz wheel if you like the sound of it
1: Okay, okay. Uh, we still got time for one or two things more. Let's have one of these first, though.
0: So, on well, now to the, the Royal Mint. Oh, the Royal Mint had a turnover of um, around £500 million pounds last year, mm-hmm. which, is, which is pretty good. I suppose they could just print their own money, couldn't they? Mm-hmm. But despite that, they made a £200,000 loss, which, for a company that prints its own money, I think is <laughs> almost unimaginable. Mm. So they have recognised... I don't think they're allowed to go out and spend it themselves. They could, though, couldn't they? They could just leave the machine running for an extra hour. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes, £200,000, yeah. yes, £200, yes, we'll just, yeah. just print it out at 3 o'clock in the morning. Exactly, <laughs> when no one's looking. There Um, might be some checks and balances in place there.
0: Well, they have got a new technique. They are working on extracting gold from discarded phones, TVs, laptops, circuit boards. All Mm -hmm. these electronics have small amounts of gold, Mm -hmm. and they have developed with a company in Wales a way of extracting the gold from them. Apparently £40 billion worth of metal much of it gold is thrown away every year because people can't be really bothered to get it out of things. And um, I don't, it's hard to believe that it can be worth the effort to extract a tiny amount of gold from, uh, from a phone.
1: Didn't we have a few weeks ago people in Brussels extracting gold from the sewers or something? Or well,
0: metals? yes, yes. I mean, it has been said that every cubic mile of seawater contains about a ton of gold mm-hmm. which sounds like a lot but a cubic mile is an awful lot more yes yes and it's getting it out that is the that is the big problem well there are lots
1: of discarded phones and tvs and laptops i suppose yeah. so yeah
0: yeah but isn't it interesting that gold which has been valued for centuries just because it's shiny Mm. Um, it turns out to have these sort of marvelous uh, conductivity properties, and of course it doesn't tarnish, and mm. um, it, it, it doesn't rust. Mm. So you know, it's a, it's a real bonus if you're into gold. Yes. And talking of currencies, mm. the yes. currency, the currency is a, um, a a new series of artworks that Damien Hirst issued uh, earlier this year. Mm. He produced ten thousand. Of his spot paintings. Uh, if you haven't seen his spot paintings, they are exactly as they sound. They are paintings yes. made of spots. Not frontalism, but a regular array of a yes. couple of hundred dollars. Yes. I see. Yes, yep. Um, and he sold these for just two thousand dollars each, which is what not ten thousand of them. Yes, ten thousand of them. But here's the catch: the buyers, anyone who buys one, has one year to decide. If they want to have the painting as a work of art on paper or as a non fungible token, an NFT. Yes. Right. The other one is then destroyed. So (sighs) if you decide you want to have it as an NFT, the original is then burnt in front of you. Isn't that interesting? He's got such a talent for marketing. 10,000?
1: Quite a bit of. Burning going on. There well, would be a bit they, have to, they have to go and do it in Gloucestershire, where they've got solar they powered fire <laughs>
0: engines. So um, the, they sold for two thousand dollars each. Um, the highest resale of any of them was forty three thousand um, dollars, and it looked just like all the others, except it was called Joy, and it sold for so much because it was very rare to have one with a one word title. I mean, it is it it is bizarre. It is I'm glad very I'm not beautiful. an art collector. It would be, I'd have trouble it would, keeping up. It would, be, it would be a frightening time to be an art collector. Absolutely.
1: Steve, Steve Kaplan, thank you very much indeed. We'll be back with more Gadget and Gizmos very soon. Is it a gadget? Is it
0: a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.